welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hogue. Hey, what's up, guys? Thank you for joining me for a new video today. I am joined by a guest. His name is Spencer, and he's a top 125 Etsy shop. What's up, Spencer? Hey, what's up, guys? Yeah, you got a, you got a, you have two Etsy shops actually, because we were just chatting offline. And yeah. um, the first one, if you're okay with sharing, do you want to share what you sell and how it's like so successful or any any tips? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, my first Etsy shop is jewelry. Uh, so we sell all kind custom uh, nameplates, uh, just regular chains and stuff. Stuff like that, man. That's cool. Yeah, I've seen the shop and uh, it's very impressive. Like I, I saw the number of sales too, which honestly blew me away. It was like over 100,000 sales. But when did the shop open? Uh, two years ago, 2018, December. Okay. So like maybe How was the, the sales in the in the like right away? Because you said you started in December. Did you get any of those uh, fourth quarter sales? Dude, uh, no, my prices were really high. I didn't know too much about Etsy. So my prices were pretty high. I mean, I got like a couple sales, like maybe for the whole month, maybe like 20. Okay. So yeah, not, not quite the fourth quarter um, no. that you would hope for, but no. yeah, obviously you figured things out. Um, one thing that I noticed that you do um, really well, and it's not something that I've even recommended on my channel yet that I think it's time we share is the, um, what did you call it? Like the loss leader where you get some, you get that initial click in search results because you put one of your. Um, product variations like marked as low price yeah it's called lost leader you know how like costco has those like rotisserie chickens for like five bucks yeah. and so like they won't make money off that that's just to bring you into the store so Absolutely. it's the same thing for etsy uh i have stuff that's lower price that i don't lose money but i don't really make money but that's to bring them into the listing because when you're scrolling through etsy there's a lot of a lot of items a lot of people look for prices so when they see a low price, they kind of want to click on it. Yeah, it's really smart, man. Um, the reason that I had never really suggested it for print on demand is just because uh, when we typically push our products through Printful, Printify, Gearbubble, whoever, um, mm -hmm. it's kind of like a streamlined process and you kind of have to slow down to add that that variation or edit one of those variations. But honestly, after seeing how successful you are with it, I'm on board. I think it's worth doing 100%, man. Yeah, I, I think it's gonna help your conversion, not your conversion click or click through rate. Yeah, absolutely. And that's that's literally like the the biggest part of I call it like the battle of uh being the seller and you know kind of thinking about the customer journey. That honestly to me is like probably the biggest thing. Um I always think that once you got them at your listing, assuming that your product is good enough, your images are good enough, you're probably okay, you know, and that you're not overpricing them by too much, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you have a good price point and you know your design sells, bringing them in is the most important thing. Awesome, man. And then, so you are the $2 million Etsy seller. You got to yeah. give the audience some tips, man. Like I know they're dying to just, just anything you can give them that'll help increase their sales. Uh, Yeah, well, the loss leader is a big one. Just like having the price cheaper than everybody else, at least if it looks cheaper, a lot of people are going to stop and at least take a look. And if your prices are pretty similar, they're probably going to end up there like already here. They like the design, they're going to buy it, you know. So it helps your conversion rate. 
Uh, other stuff I would recommend is using a, a badge. So like if your t-shirts are 100% cotton, I would put 100% cotton or made in the USA or the, your shipping time. If you're doing it in-house, you can do ship next day, ship next two days or whatever. And f- for badge, you mean um, just putting text somewhere in the image? Yeah, it's going to help you. Yeah. yeah, it's gonna help you click through rate too. If you have like a, like a bright color, it's gonna like you know you're gonna see like a bright orange or something like that. Right, people are gonna your eyes just go to it. Dude, I love it, man. Because literally, like you could have the best product and not market it as well as the guy with like the tenth best product who markets it the best. And guess who people are gonna click in search results? And again, if he's winning the war of getting clicked in, what does Etsy show like? They show like 90 or something. They show a crazy number of search results on page one. I know it's more it's, than Amazon, right? It's a lot. I, it's I a lot. Actually, but yeah, yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. So anything you can do to get clicked and then from there, you know, just hope for the best and, you know, don't like don't price gouge too much and uh, good images, whatnot. Um, yeah. you, so you, you mentioned you're venturing into print on demand on Etsy. Yeah. How has your journey been thus far? Dude, uh, I would say it's pretty good. I... It's not print on demand because I do it in house, but uh, same thing. Uh, yeah, it's doing really good. I can tell you, I'll I'll tell you what, bridal shirts are really good. Bridal, okay. Yeah, because I'm our bachelorette. Because you can sell if you sell one, they you know they buy like eight for the whole group. Dude, I hear you, man. My girlfriend was just at a bachelorette party over the weekend, and uh, just this past weekend, and literally she basically it was like the Etsy bridal uh, or bachelorette party. Like yeah. every, I feel like every single thing that she told me that they had was like what you would find on Etsy. If you just searched for bachelorette and you just bought everything from the first row. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They had all that going on. Definitely. Cool, man. So um, you said you're doing it in house, right? So anything like, I'm sure people are going to find this interesting. I doubt you're going to have a bunch of competitors pop up like overnight because yeah, it's definitely pricey. We were, we were talking about it off camera. Um, but like any, just, you know, do you want to share your experience of doing it yourself? For instance, like how long it takes or, um, I always wondered like t-shirt base cost. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I use a Bella canvas 3,100. So that one's priced around $4 that you can get it for. Uh, so we use a DTG machine, Epson F2100. That one's – so it's, it costs a lot to start. That's for sure. Uh, so the F2100 costs about 14000 Then you need a pretreatment machine. They, those run about 2500 to 3000 Then if you want a good heat press, it's about – you can get a cheap one, like from China, like 400 bucks, but they go all the way up to like $5,000. So like – all That's in a big your, barrier. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So all in, you're looking at like twenty four thousand just to start without the shirts. Mm. So you, I mean, you for said most you have a people, warehouse, right? Yeah, I have a warehouse. But uh, for most people, I recommend print on demand. It's more passive, uh, unless you're gonna do it full time and you know you're gonna do it full time and you know you're gonna make sales. And it doesn't make sense if you're just gonna get like one or two shirt sales a day. It doesn't make sense to have your own machine. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I would call what you do like true print on demand. And then like, I call what, um, uh, those of us that outsource the fulfillment, like I just call it like drop shipped yeah. print on demand. Cause it's kind of like we're drop shipping that aspect of it. And, um, you know, I use like a company called Printful as my like go-to 
Um, yeah. I like it mainly because they make it easy for me to like have the controls to update an address or cancel an order or, you know, clone an order or swap a product or really anything like customer service related. Um, by the way, you, so you have a warehouse too. That's another thing. And then you have to keep your shirts in stock and that's a whole nother headache. And how yeah. many uh, employees do you have helping you? Uh, right now we have four. Okay, it was cool. three, but now with, uh, I just started t-shirts like two weeks ago. So now we have a fourth one. Yeah, man. I'm excited for you. Cause like, I definitely got to like, I'm going to, I'm going to hit you up if you don't hit me up and I'm just going to ask like, how did Q4 go? How was the sales rush? How was it fulfilling all these orders yourself? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm a little scared for fourth quarter. I don't know how I'm going to fulfill everything. See, he's two, he's two weeks into selling t-shirts and he's already scared for the fourth quarter. So wait, you're two weeks in, like, how is your, uh, new Etsy shop? Cause you said you started a new one for print on demand. Like how, how are the sales going? Uh, pretty good. I'm averaging about five shirts a day right now. And yesterday I got like 10, but that's cause I had a bachelorette uh, t-shirt that sold like six in one yeah. order. That's interesting. So you're going for the high value. Um, I, I would call them like the really high value niches where, you know, if you get one ranked on those keywords, kind of like, you know, you showed me some of your jewelry that's ranked on some nice keywords yeah. You get a couple on the top of page one, and next thing you know, you're a two million dollar Etsy seller. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was that easy, but that yeah, isn't. <laughs> but yeah, if you get a couple things on the front page, you can make a pretty good amount of money, dude. I, I like that though, because I'm not that ambitious. You know, I always share with uh, with everybody that I kind of go for like fringe evergreens that can make me one or two sales a year. I mean, obviously, I'd prefer more, but um, mm -hmm. you know, I'm happy with one sale a year, just being in like weird pockets of people that are like, why are, why is anybody buying these niche or why does this shirt exist? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm looking those. at that too. I want to do all, all that. It just takes time to scale. Cool, man. Yeah. And final question, actually, are, do you have any plans to expand beyond Etsy with your um, print on demand or even your jewelry? Yeah, that's actually why I was talking to you. I was trying to get some information about the Amazon and merch by Amazon, which I'm looking into. Yeah, definitely think it's worthwhile. We even, uh, chatted about briefly about like eBay might be worthwhile. Um, you know, I, I didn't take it seriously until this year. Um, yeah. finally just kind of sat down, cranked out a bunch of uploads. You know, I got a TV right here so I can upload on this monitor, watch some TV up there. And, uh, you know, it, I've been rewarded nicely for that. So uh, maybe check out eBay too. Yeah. I, I probably, uh, I'm probably going to stick with Amazon and merch for now. Yeah. Maybe if I get some help, I can do eBay. Yeah. Cool, man. Well, Hey, I hope everybody like learned something from um, you sharing these Etsy tips, man. You're absolutely crushing it. Uh, I love that I can put your like sales in the thumbnail, <laughs> get some extra yeah. clicks uh, on YouTube. Uh, but Spencer, man, thank you for being here. Anything else you want to say before we wrap up? No, uh, I just hope everybody's ready for the fourth quarter. <laughs> yes, sir. It's coming. It's coming up, man. But welcome to welcome to print on demand. I guess you're two weeks deep and uh, you got big plans, man. So I'm excited to see yep. what you do. Perfect. Thank you for having me.